0: This is gonna make some fitness influencers very angry, but it's the truth. Listen, I've lost 9% body fat. My husband's lost 10% body fat using this method, this very unconventional method of tracking protein. If you're trying to lose body fat, when it comes to losing weight, protein 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 all you hear about is protein but how much protein do you really need do you have to track your protein what's the easiest way to know how much protein you need is there a simplified formula that allows you to build muscle lose weight and change your body composition the answer is yes and I'm going to share with you today in this episode of the Shaleen show hey thanks for joining me I really do appreciate very much that you are here And yeah, I do want to start off by saying that I am aware that there are going to be people who come for me, people who are going to have a problem with what I have to say. And I also know that there's going to be a large percentage of you who will say, I've tried everything else and what she says makes sense. What harm is there in me trying this approach? Let me just warn you in advance, you're going to hate this episode. If you're the type of individual who you need to track every calorie, every macro, you time your foods, you are obsessed about whether you should do cardio fasted, what type of amino acids, the profiles of each and every type of protein. like If you're like at that place where you're obsessive and those little teeny tiny details make a big difference to you, this is not the episode for you. This episode is for that person who's like, I want to get results, but I need to do this in a way that's balanced and doesn't make me a crazy person. Welcome. You have found the perfect episode. My name is Shaleen Johnson. I have been in the health and fitness industry for more than 30 years, which is crazy. I've done it all. I've done every fad diet. I've done personal training. I've trained tens of thousands of people virtually. I've trained hundreds of people in person. I'm a former personal trainer. I've also worked with my own personal trainer someone who's trained me I've worked with nutritionists I've worked with registered dietitians I've done it all I've tracked my macros I've tracked my calories I've done all of the things I've gone through perimenopause I've gained the weight I've lost the weight and I've been obsessive and orthorexic and today I am happy and healthy and balanced I'm not obsessive about any of these things anymore. I've completely changed the way that I look at exercise, fitness, and nutrition. I look at what makes me happy. I look at what's working for me. And yes, I have done things other than just exercise and fitness, and I've done hormone replacement therapy. So it's not just protein, but today in this episode, we are going to specifically talk about protein. If you've done any research in the subject, you've probably heard a lot of fitness professionals suggest that you have anywhere from one gram to 1.6 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So, if we're just picking a round number, if you were 150 pounds, that would mean that you're having 150 grams of protein daily. Now, there are some people who split the hairs and they say, well, no, you should actually look at lean mass and you you shouldn't factor in body fat percentages. There's also those people say, oh, it should be closer to 0.6 grams. Some people say 0.8 grams. You know what I hear? I hear math. And my brain goes numb. First of all, I hate having to pull out a calculator to live my life. I don't want to exist that way anymore. I want to just be able to live my life and make wise decisions. But when it comes to protein, when we're talking about putting on lean mass, when we're talking about weight loss in general, when we lose weight, ideally you want to lose fat and you want to maintain muscle. Because muscle is the fountain of youth. Muscle is what helps us to helps us to have shape, it helps us in terms of our energy, it helps us in terms of our metabolic flexibility. But there's so many things other than just the amount of protein that you consume that has an impact on how your body holds on to muscle and when in certain times your body cannibalizes or or eats your muscle things like stress resistance training your age gender how much effort you're putting into your workouts are you in a caloric deficit or surplus your hormone levels your fitness levels and many other factors protein is just one factor but that is the factor we're going to focus on today and you absolutely Spoiler alert, you absolutely can build muscle without being in those excessive ranges of protein intake. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But obviously, you need all of the macronutrients, right? Like your body needs fat, your brain needs fat, you need carbohydrates, and you need protein. But it is protein that helps us to build stronger hair, stronger nails, stronger bones, and obviously to develop muscle. Like in order to put on lean muscle, you need protein. Consumption of protein helps us to maintain lean muscle mass. It also helps us to maintain body tissues. It's what keeps us, our organs working. It's part of the nervous system, our blood, our bones, our skin, our hair. Protein is slower to digest. So therefore, many people believe that protein is more satisfying. Consider protein the building blocks of muscle hopefully you love your body you don't need to change anything but if you are trying to change something what I hope you're trying to do is focus on body fat and not your weight right because we know that muscle weighs more than body fat body fat takes up more space so you can be I'm gonna share with you some crazy stuff today like personal stuff you can be the same weight but be several sizes smaller because you've lost body fat and gained muscle But the burning question you probably have is, how much protein do you need? Maybe you've considered using CBD to help you to become more relaxed, to deal with anxiety or to deal with aches and pains. I personally find that CBD combined with a few other really important all natural ingredients for sleep have changed my bedtime routine. But I do wanna mention that there are other ways you can use CBD because it is a natural product to help eliminate inflammation, to help with anxiety, with depression, sleep issues, back pain, joint pain, lots of other solutions. I can't go to bed at night without taking my sleepy gummies. However, you should keep in mind that you get 15% off everything Soul makes when it comes to their CBD products, which are 100% organic. They are made here in the USA. They have zero THC, so you don't have to worry about getting high And not only is that a claim that they make, they third-party lab test all of their products so you can rest assured that what you're getting is actually what's on the label. But if you're in the United States and you'd like to get 15% off all of the CBD products that they make, including CBD products for your pets, go to get soul.com forward slash chalene that gives you 15% off and that 15% is taken at checkout. A lot of you have said, I've added to the cart and I don't see the discounts. It is when you go to checkout that you will see the 15% is automatically taken off the total. Again, that's get soul.com forward slash chalene for 15% off. But the burning question you probably have is how much protein do you need I know for me, that was the thing I thought was going to make such a big difference. And a lot of the reason why I believe that is because all of the fitness influencers that I followed, especially those who were doing fitness competitions, they were selling programs where it broke down what your macros needed to be in order to look like a fitness competitor, in order to get ripped, in order to look super lean, in order to cut fat, you needed to like very carefully monitor every single piece of food that went in your mouth and know exactly what number of grams per day you need to consume a protein. And I'll tell you that for about, oh gosh, two years, I was obsessed with trying to hit that number. I had a former fitness competitor designed for me a nutrition plan. I had my registered dietitian look at it too, but I had them design for me a nutrition plan and they set forth for me how much protein I needed to consume each day in order to reduce my body fat and also to stay in a slight calorie deficit. I drove myself nuts. I found that during that period of time, it was so hard to get the protein in. First of all, it's like so filling and just felt like so much food and I felt so heavy eating it and I felt like gassy and just kind of like gross eating that much protein. And because I could never, like I I was like, God, I'm so full. I, I don't feel like eating anything more. But I would find at the end of the day, I was still like 20, 30, sometimes 35 grams under what I was supposed to meet for my daily goal of protein intake. So then I would resort to doing like weird protein mixtures. Like I would mix like a protein pudding mixture and then then I would down a protein shake. And I was just doing so much of the processed protein in order to meet my protein goals. And I did reduce body fat at a relatively slow pace. But after a certain amount of time, I just remember I told the gal that I was working with, I told her, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm driving myself crazy. I'm not living my life. I'm thinking too much about what I'm eating, what I'm not eating, am I getting enough protein? Like, I don't care, I'm done, I'm done with this. And I literally, that day, stopped tracking my macros. Well, have I tracked them since then? I don't even know if I have, not that I can recall. I mean, maybe I have, I don't wanna be a liar, but not that I can recall, not in a couple of years anyways. So once I stopped tracking macros, I didn't stop like kind of mentally, taking a look at my plate and thinking to myself okay I want to start with plants and protein like that's gonna be my goal because almost everything has carbohydrates in it and I'm gonna get carbohydrates because I like french fries and I like bread I don't have to like try to get carbohydrates in was that's like nothing I have to like work at like that's really quite easy for me to do but I was like every time I sit down and have a meal breakfast lunch dinner snacks I'm gonna to think to myself okay I want to start with a plant base like I need something green I I want something that's like a vegetable I want something that grew from the ground and then I want a protein and ideally I want generally speaking a, a larger amount of protein than I do anything else because even when you're eating most proteins it also has carbohydrates in it so I just started to approach things kind of from an intuitive standpoint not worrying about the numbers not worrying about the calories not worrying about the grams but just generally saying I'm going to look at my plate and I'm going to start with plants and protein. And I started doing that more seriously, I guess, in like January or February. Now, my husband, God bless him, he usually follows suits. Like Brett usually, whatever I'm doing, he does. Like if, like when I was doing all my research for phase it up, like whatever different diet phase we're in, ouch, he will do whatever it is I'm doing, which is awesome. So It makes things much easier. So if you're in a household where, like, everyone's on a different plan, that is so hard. Try to get everybody on, you know, don't be a dictator, but try to get everybody kind of doing the same thing. Life is so much easier. So we start doing this in January, February. Start, like, really focusing on, like, okay, protein first. Protein and plants first. And if you caught my last video where i talked about how we basically started doing zone two cardio and not exercising more but just being more active and how we modified a few of our very minor like literally we modified three habits And over the course, and without any goal, like we weren't trying to lose weight, we weren't trying to lose body fat, but like, hello, I mean, isn't that kind of like always the goal? So like in the back of my head, I'm always like, well, I'm making these changes because I think it'll help my body composition. But I didn't have a specific goal in mind, because I was happy with my body, and that's such a gift. I can't even tell you what a gift it is to be happy with your body, and I think that's part of it. it, is just not being angry with yourself and fighting against your body like no your body is a gift like you guys are buddies you should be nice to your body you should speak nicely to your body because your body believes your brain and whatever your brain is telling your body your body is going to follow suit so you know again we never set out to like lose weight or anything but obviously when you're thinking about your nutrition you're thinking about your exercise you're saying to yourself like yeah I want to improve my composition but it wasn't like I was unhappy with anything i'm being honest maybe i needed to be but i wasn't and brett Brett, on the other hand he was a little discouraged like i don't know why it's funnier when guys put themselves down like you know because he's so cocky and he can lose like five pounds overnight you know what i mean and he's like look at me you ever seen something so good looking like you know what i mean guys are just funny that way and so he was joking around about he's like look at me i'm fat and i'm like don't say that you are not fat don't say that Anyway, so I think he was a little more dissatisfied with his physique. I wasn't, I thought it was great. So we start making these changes and I broke down all of those changes. I will put it in my show description, the episode where I talked about how we lost 9% body fat and the three things we did differently. One of which is what I'm sharing with you today. Okay, so we start doing this and we're, we're not restricting certain food groups at all. Like we are in Europe and we are eating croissants and we are having like the most decadent bread just dripping in olive oil. We're having French fries, we're having pizza. We're, you know, we're doing all the things and it's quite delicious. But all along, we're still focusing on getting protein in first. So even on a day when we would have like a croissant for breakfast, we would always focus on having eggs first and some kind of a lean meat And we just continue doing that and living our lives and enjoying ourselves, but it never once worrying about a percentage. Now, most personal trainers, most registered dietitians, most anyone who's going to, you know, design for you a fitness program that helps you to, you know, cut your body fat is probably going to put you in the 30 to 40%. They're going to want 30 to 40% of your calories to come from protein. I have no idea where we were. I couldn't tell you. Didn't care. Didn't care. We just continue doing this. I know you guys love the sleepy gummy but i also know some of you don't do well with melatonin you don't love melatonin and you're still struggling with your sleep and you're still looking for a natural alternative i wanted to mention that you might want to consider trying a magnesium supplement magnesium is one of those often overlooked like super simple things that you can do to dramatically improve your sleep that might be what's going on maybe it is as simple as being deficient in magnesium. But be careful, as I always say, not all supplements are made equally. So at my last doctor's appointment, when I had my hormone panel reviewed, my doctor, we were talking about the fact that osteopenia runs in my family. And I'm doing all the things from a lifestyle perspective that my I should have very dense bones. I do heavy lifting. I do weight-bearing exercises. I eat like all the things lifestyle-wise. But one thing I asked is, what is a supplement that I could take Thinking that she would tell me calcium, no, she suggested magnesium. So then I went on a search to find a really high quality magnesium supplement and I did. And the product is called Magnesium Breakthrough. And of course, as per usual, when I find something, I take it. And I have amazing results. I'm going to reach out to them and say, hey, would you be interested in sponsoring the show? And the makers of Magnesium Breakthrough are giving listeners of my show, which is you, 10% off. And all you have to do is use code Shalene. But here's the link magbreakthrough.com. Okay, I'm going to spell it M A G, like meg, like magnesium. Meg Breakthrough. I'm not saying meg, mag. mag as in magnesium, magbreakthrough.com forward slash Shalene, and then you enter the code Shalene. I will definitely put it at the top of our show notes, and don't forget to use code Shalene for your 10% off. I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference in the way you feel and the way your body functions. magbreakthrough.com forward slash Shalene. I have no idea where we were. I couldn't tell you. Didn't care. Didn't care. We just continued doing this. And I was just paying attention to my muscles. I'm like, I know I'm putting on muscle. Like, I know I'm putting on muscle. This is great. And I can tell very slowly I'm starting to lose body fat. Very slowly, though. But I'm also thinking to myself, this is so great. I'm not counting anything. I'm not worried about it. I'm eating all the foods. I'm just, I kind of have this mindset around protein and plants. And so does Brett. And I'm seeing him. He's like, you know, in his bathing suit on the boat. And I'm like, okay, his body composition is changing. And this is why most fitness professionals are going to have a real problem with what I'm about to say, because they're going to tell you that you need to go through a very, in my opinion, three-step complicated process of figuring out like your total calories, your total percentage of your calories that should be coming from your protein, and then what percentage of protein you need. And that's going to change depending upon the expert. Some are going to tell you 0.6 grams per pound of body weight. Other people are going to say it's 1. Four grams other people say 1.6 grams like there's so many numbers and like I said in my opinion if you've tried that and it hasn't worked for you or if just the thought of it or hearing about that complicates things for you and you're like I'm out then I want you to try this methodology and it's so forgiving and it's so easy and I'm describing it for you right now it doesn't require an app <laughs> and it doesn't require you counting and it doesn't require anything other than you here's the key though you do need to be in a slight calorie deficit And to get in a slight calorie deficit, do you need to track to know how much you're eating? I don't know. And to get into a slight calorie deficit, most experts would have you do this. They would tell you to track exactly what you're eating without changing anything for a week or two. And then take that number, and if you've been able to maintain your weight at that number of calories like what you've been eating is how you've been eating for like the last whatever couple of months and your weight hasn't changed well then that's your daily maintenance calorie like what you're eating is maintaining your current weight and you just need to reduce it by say 300 calories a day maybe to experience some kind of weight loss and some might even suggest a deficit of 500 calories per day in order to lose a pound per week right so you have to be in a deficit roughly speaking, of about 3,500 calories in a week to lose a pound. That is so general. I hate the calorie equation anyways. I mean, calorie equations are so basic, like it it's really energy, right? So you've gotta create a considerable deficit so that you've got more energy going out than you have coming in, roughly about 3,500 calories worth. I have not tracked my calories or macros in ages. So I I didn't focus on that. I just focused on being more active because I I didn't want to get caught up in like, okay, did I have a 500 calorie deficit today? I I didn't care. Like I said, I just wanted to be more active and focus on eating high quality greens, proteins, and enjoying the carbohydrates that we were enjoying in Europe. And you know, once we came back to the United States, we traveled for many months in the United States too. Because I know in my last video, people were like, oh, well, that's because you were in Europe the whole time. No, we were only in Europe for two months, three months, almost three months of the six months. So, you know, lots of time here in the U.S. But my point is, experts would have you track your calories, right? And then they would have you monitor now what you're eating every single day so that you can ensure that you're in a 500 calorie deficit. Here's what my recommendation to you. It's so complicated. Like, why? Why do that? Have you been the same weight for quite a while or for like the last couple of months? Okay, great. So then whatever you've been eating, you don't have to track it. What you've been eating right now, in order to create a deficit, you need to eat a little bit less or you need to be a little bit more active. And you don't have to count anything. You don't have to track anything. You don't have to buy an app. You don't have to write anything down. I'm just telling you, it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it. Have you been the same weight for quite a while? Okay, eat a little bit less, a little bit less. Don't freak out about it. Be more mindful about putting protein on your plate and be a little bit more active walk a little bit more like right now I'm filming standing why because that's activity it's neat otherwise known as non-exercise activity thermogenics it's the things that you're doing that they're not necessarily exercise but they are burning energy standing burns a lot twice as much energy as sitting get yourself a standing desk and you know when you hear those tips like park further away from the front door do that take the stairs Go for a walk after dinner. Add 10 minutes onto your exercise routine. Have sex. It burns calories. And if you have ADHD, you're just naturally going to burn a lot of neat calories because you're constantly forgetting why you just walked into this room and what you left upstairs. So I'm like up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs. And now instead of like getting mad at myself about that, I'm like, well, at least I'm burning energy. So let me share with you some tips I think are going to help you to get more protein in. First of all, let's talk about breakfast. You know, breakfast doesn't. Just have to be eggs or oatmeal like there's so many other things you can have for breakfast one of the things I love having for breakfast is cold chicken like Brett will make Brett makes everything I don't do any cooking so Brett will make like a nice healthy chicken dinner with brown rice or cauliflower rice or whatever he'll make like a stir-fry and for me in the morning I love to eat that cold I don't like it warm in the morning but I love that cold you could do chicken sausage just I mean anything you normally would eat for lunch or dinner you can have in the morning I mean, there are no rules here, but if you're like, that just doesn't sound good to me in the morning, totally cool. There are other ways you can get protein in in the morning in addition to your eggs and your meats. Like, for example, throwing a little bit of fiber protein powder into your oatmeal i love greek yogurt i love 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 greek yogurt and that's so high in protein i'll mix that with some fresh berries and a little bit of granola and it's literally like a dessert for breakfast when we go to a restaurant i'll order a delicious steak and what sometimes they'll say like oh it comes with mashed potatoes or french fries sometimes i have that again i don't track or restrict any of this but generally speaking i'll say okay First, any plants. So I will ask them, can we put greens on my plate? Are there vegetables I can swap that out with? And then I just enjoy a delicious steak. I want to mention my pillow that I've been sleeping on that my husband tried to steal from me last night. So I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I bought this pillowcase. You know, there's lots of silk and satin pillowcases, but I found one that is insane. And then I bought a matching robe. And then I bought the spray that you spray your pillows with before you go to bed or your bed linens. And it's like eucalyptus and lavender and it smells delicious. I discovered all of those products after initially it was a silk pillowcase from Blissey that made a huge difference for me that I bought because I had was watching a bunch of videos of people talking about like how to repair overly chemically processed hair like mine that's super fine anyways. And everyone swears by using a silk pillow. So then I did a little bit of research and found this pillowcase by Blissey. And it's not just that it keeps my hair detangled and it's better at night for your hair, but it's also temperature regulating, which is huge. It's also hypoallergenic and you can just like throw in the washing machine. Everybody loves these pillowcases. I freaking love their robe too. But by the way, over 1 million people have tried Blissey and you can now try Blissey for 60 nights risk-free. Okay, and get this, for a limited time, Blissy is giving my listeners an additional 30% off. That's a total of 55% off. What the what? Yes, plus free shipping. 55% off plus free shipping. Hello, go there. The link is in the show description or just go to blissy.com forward slash Shaleen. Use code Shaleen. That gets you 55% off. That's insane. Stock up. So I will ask them, can we put greens on my plate? Are there vegetables I can swap that out with? And then I just enjoy a delicious steak. I love ceviche. Do you guys like ceviche? I freaking love ceviche. So it's really easy for me to get that extra protein in because I love these food sources. So for example, in a typical order of ceviche, you're gonna get about five ounces of fish, which is so high in protein. And if you're someone who's vegan or you're trying to figure out a way to get adequate protein without eating animal products I want to share with you from my girlfriend jen delvaux we went to high school together we're still besties she's got a great podcast by the way called not today cancer she and her husband both are cancer survivors she was diagnosed with breast cancer her husband was diagnosed with brain cancer and talk about warriors I'm also going to have Jen on the show to talk about hormone replacement therapy for those of you who are not candidates for bio identical hormone replacement like you need to approach it from the standpoint of supplementation and you've got to be very careful about your hormone levels because of maybe perhaps a previous cancer diagnosis anyways here's Jen's recommendation how to get more protein in your diet while at the same time avoiding animal products
1: after my breast cancer diagnosis, I decided to go whole food plant-based and I needed to figure out proteins that weren't the fake meats. So I'm gonna share my favorites with you. I love soy products, organic non-GMO, of course. This is a great edamame that you can get from Costco. Huge bag if you can steam that. I love tempeh and tofu. This is a staple in my household. I will just roast at 400 for about 20 minutes with different seasonings and I'll throw that on salads or in in bowls or just with vegetables. Lentils, quinoa, farro, you can make this ahead of time. And again, keep it in your fridge and this is something you can easily just take a third cup and put it on a salad or just have it with something else. Beans, beans are a great source of protein. They're also a great source of fiber. I love, of course, chickpeas that I will make hummus out of or cannellini beans, this is one of my favorites. I will add this to avocado, and I make this into my for my avocado toast. It's delicious, more fiber, and more protein. Any type of seed. I love chia, flax, hemp seeds. These are, the, the chia and flax are great to add to oatmeal in the morning. Make sure that you are grinding your own flax. That's when you get the most benefits. And hemp seeds are great to throw on a salad as well. And then of course, any type of nuts or seeds, I love almonds and pistachios and Brazil nuts, any type of nut is good. And then of course, seeds are amazing for you as well. Nut butters. And the last thing I want to say is that I don't think a lot of people realize you are still getting protein and vegetables as well, like kale and spinach and broccoli. So just another thing to think about.
0: And again, it's not about perfection. I mean, there are plenty of times where we have a meal and I'm not thinking about protein. It's the 80/20 rule. You know, if I'm being honest, it's probably the 90/10 rule. Like probably 90% of the time I'm good about starting with the protein. 10% of the time I'm like, "Let's just have pizza. I don't even care." Like, I don't I don't need plants. I don't need any protein. This pizza is delicious. And having that kind of attitude about food is so freeing. Oh my god, I forgot to tell you. Okay, So I just had my results from my lab work done with my doctor who helped. She's my integrative doctor. She's a hormone expert. Shout out to Dr. Singler. Love her. If you're in California, I'll put her contact information below. She's in Huntington Beach, but she does virtual appointments too. But anyways, Brett and I both had our lab work done to look at our hormones, right? I'm in menopause. But one of the things she said is she goes, do you know you have cut your cortisol in half? And your thyroid is working twice as fast as it was before. You can stop taking your thyroid medication. I'm like, what? What? And I really do think a big piece of that is just going, I'm not going to worry about this so much. Like, I just am going to live my life and enjoy myself and not freak out and not track and count and like just driving myself crazy and worrying about these things. I think that's very stressful. Brett's cortisol level was also cut in half. It's remarkable. But I'm gonna share, here's Brett's numbers before and here's his numbers after. He lost almost 10 pounds. As of this morning, he has lost 10 pounds and not even one pound of it was muscle. He's been able to maintain his muscle and only lose body fat. To think that I took this very relaxed approach to it and just kind of adopted a mindset, An intuitive way of eating protein and stop tracking and worrying about calories and I was able to to maintain the same muscle mass and in the process lose I think as of today it's been like a total of 10 pounds over the course of six months like it hasn't been fast right actually it's probably been a little bit more than six months that's remarkable and by remarkable I mean freeing guy why did I make it so difficult before I don't know Let me be very clear, very transparent. Our results are not simply because of our protein intake. Our results are a combination of things. It's always a multitude of things that you're just stacking one on top of the other. It's becoming more active. It's switching to zone two cardio. It's relying heavily on strength training. I do strength training five days a week. If you would like to see my full strength training routine, what I do all five days, I will link to that below. It's called Chalene's Weekly Workout Routine. You can watch it on YouTube. You can see me go through all the exercises. I think I need to do an updated version. Would you like an updated version? If you would, I'll give you another one. I'll give you the you know exactly what I'm doing all five days of my strength training, as well as my Zone Two cardio. But in addition to that, it's us paying attention to our stress, really making it an intention like it was our goal to reduce our stress to stop worrying so much not just about food and exercise but like all things all people worrying what people think you know trying to change other people's minds and trying to control people like all that stuff is so stressful just let go of it stop worrying about what other people think that's going to help you to reduce your stress a lot it was monitoring our hormones it was for me anyways doing hormone replacement therapy and i know some of you are, are not able to do that but man if, if you are not even sure if you want to get a second opinion i highly recommend that you do that get a second opinion and see if in fact there's some new data out there that suggests that perhaps you are a candidate for hormone replacement therapy and remember the earlier you start the better it was us focusing on our sleep the quality of our food getting adequate rest taking care of our bodies, like doing massage and rolling out and things that, you know, like just taking care of the machine. All of those things combined have helped us to just get to a place where we're much happier, more balanced, and able to maintain the muscle that we have without losing any muscle and in the process, recompositioning our bodies so that we are leaner without having to put much effort into it. I hope that was helpful for you. Listen, I'm not saying this for everybody, but I am suggesting that if you've tried all the other things if you are someone like me who you know did the counting and the tracking and the obsessing or you're someone who feels overwhelmed by the whole mathematical equation that's involved and it just feels like more work than it's worth then try this approach and do me a favor tell yourself how freaking amazing you are start speaking positively about your body about what it's done for you what it continues to do like share with me in the comments below something that you're very grateful for. Some part of your body. I don't know what it is, but like you've got to start doing this because your body is listening. Listen, I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.
1: If you're in business, you probably have a website, but can your site handle your growth? How many visitors before your site slows down or crashes? What about storage and data security? From web hosting to virtual servers, Pair Networks provides the online infrastructure you need to start, grow, and flourish. When it comes to security and updates, don't worry, we've got you covered. Our 24 7 US based customer support is the best in the industry. No frustrating chatbots are sitting on hold for hours. Check out Pair.com today to learn more. That's P A I R.com.